don't you know that from coast to coast where there's dope, there's hope, where there's dope, there's hope. Shush. Wait, is it lit? Uh, don't you know that? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back. Welcome back, y'all. To another episode of the Herbal Tea Podcast with your boy Earth Tone. And your man Peasy. Oh man, y'all stuck around, huh? You y'all, guys stuck around. So y'all came back. That's what's up. All right, well, you know, welcome y'all for joining for us more. again. Um, we had a lot of fun last episode. We that, did. Was, that was a wild little ride. This um, was amazing. Yeah, it was dope. So I hope you guys, if you didn't hear the first episode, go back and check it, listen to it, because we definitely gave a nice little overview of what the show is about, what right. we're about, and what we're going to get into. But we're not going to redo that again right now. In this episode, we're going to keep it moving. So we're going to get into this music. But speaking of music, didn't you just... What? I did, did, did what I do. <laughs> what <laughs> what I do? do? What, what did, did we do? What did we do? What did you do? You oh, did we did something. that. We did oh, that. Oh, okay. We talked about Ethos last time on Indie Street, so yeah, I just wanted yeah. to remind everybody, this is the cover for the album Ethos, okay. latest album. I mean, on... as we said, we are Q Plus artists. Yes. The show is for Q Plus artists, for sure. Q Plus artists, and we got none other... Then IKP right here. So we're going to celebrate that. Go visit my website, ikp.me. That's where you can find the album. And that is the cover for it. Absolutely. Just a little reminder. Just you know a what I'm little saying? reminder. Up to date on the goings on. That's what here. we do. This is what we can do. Exactly. But without further ado, let's get into this music. So we're reviewing these albums. Mm-hmm. Who do we got on the menu for today's oh, list? Man, we got a lot of great artists. Yeah, it's interesting. We got a lot of great artists the first show. We that was a, a, lot of great it was a nice show. So we got to kind of top that, keep the same energy going. You know, like we said, the objective is we're not trying to get nobody no dirt out here. We don't want to review no boring-ass, whack-ass projects. We don't. We, don't. we want to discover and find some new shit that we can relate to you guys and promote it and, you know, for y'all to go out and check it out. So first on the list, we have none other. None of my number. <laughs> Who? Get that right. None other None than other. King Princess. King Princess. Okay. Hailing from BK. Okay, Kings County. Kings County. BK yeah. in the building. It's a lot of kings. It's from BK. Singer-songwriter. Signed to uh, Mark Ronson. For those of you who know anything about Mark Ronson, um, Uptown Funk. That's true. With uh, uh, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. You know, they had to smash it. But he's he's a known producer, known for smash hits. So mm. she working with him. She signed with him. So she good. Um, she's a, a lesbian, of lesbian persuasion. Yes. Um, singer-songwriter. Um, and she's actually dating the uh, creative director for Lizzo. So Lizzo's creative director, her name is uh, Quinn Wilson. That's who she's dating. I found that little tidbit out. Look so at that's kind of interesting. Q plus it's kind of crazy, right? We out here, industry, man. She's not playing. She's not other. fucking around. How could that be? She's not fucking around. And then she recently played, she played the last um, Gladstoneberry uh, Festival right, in the UK. Right, right. And Mark Ronson came out dressed as her. For their set, wow. yeah. So wow. that was that. That was pretty interesting. That's the matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But what it, do, do you know? Like, what is your take on King Princess? Have you heard of this? I, I've never heard of her before. This is my first time, in, you know, learning about her. I actually found out about King Princess because she performed on one of my favorite late night TV shows, late night, uh, late show with Stephen Colbert. She performed her single, um, "Hit the Back," and I was like. Whoa, this shit. And I had seen her album cover going around like they were promoting it a, a lot. So I was kind of 
curious. The Cheap because, Queen joint. Yeah, the Cheap Queen album. And she's kind of dressed in drag. So I'm like, oh, she's got to be family. Mm-hmm. So let's look into her. And I heard, I saw her performance and I was like, yo, E. Wow. Let's 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 look at this album. You definitely put me on because I had I had not heard about her, so that was dope. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be checking out her project. Uh, Cheap Queen Cheap is the Queen. title. She dropped it in October, October twenty fifth. Um, it's a full length, thirteen songs. It's thirteen but short, kind of uh, thirty eight minutes, about thirty nine, uh, thirty eight minutes long. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is her debut full length. So I think she put out like singles here and there, and a little maybe an EP or something before yeah. this. But this is her first like debut full length studio album. Oh, just she uh, she did she did go viral. That's how she became, you know. She did what did go, she go? What, she, what did got, she, go she went viral. She had a song called 1950s, which was celebrating queer love. Okay. And it got retweeted. When some of the lyrics got retweeted by Harry Styles from One Direction. Okay. So that gave her oh, that, that was, widespread audience. So after that, it was a rap. She got signed, of course. So she that's, definitely got signed. Yeah. I mean, you get signed to Mark Ronson. Yeah, you, I mean. I mean, that's not light. So, so that's a lot. And she... And she in turn, opened for Harry Styles on, I think, his last tour. Okay. Well, we checking out this Cheap Queen. Um, I listened to the whole project, top to bottom, and I fuck with this project, man. I fuck with King Princess. I gave it a loud 75% loud. Mm. And that's like at the top tier of the loud spectrum. 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 Loud, 75%. That's what I gave this project overall. Let's get yes. into it. So Let's talk about it. What? It's crazy that... But the song... So one of my favorite joints, and it's crazy when I heard it because I heard it like I'm listening to it in my headphones. I got my Herbal Tea January playlist, and right, I'm like, right. all right, boom. The shit just popped on in my headphones, and it's called If You Think It's Love. I think it's the last track on the, on the album, and it's like a, a slow... It's like an electro ballad. It's like a, it got one of them funky type beats, no drums, and then her voice is just kind of, is real mystical on this joint. And the shit she's saying, she's like, if you think it's love, it is. If you think it's trust, it is. Like, she just, she kind of in her emo bag, you know, your singer-songwriter, just give me a guitar and let me talk about my sorrows type shit. For sure. She going in, but it's hard. And her voice is dope. And then her production choices, she got like, it's singer-songwriter, indie pop, but it's still got like a touch of soul in it, which I really appreciate. I love that. I love that whole combo right there. Bruh. So that joint right there, that's my favorite joint off uh. of the, the track. It's mad poetic. And she got that slight robotic reverb on the voice and shit. Like she just do little subtle shit that I be like fucking with. So that's my shit right there. Uh. Um, and then she got the song, um, Do You Want to See Me Crying? Which, it's not even really a song. It's like a minute and 40 seconds. It's kind of like mostly an instrumental, and then she just come in at the end on some... on some, it, it give me that Aaliyah Timbo vibe. Like, it got that kind of funky, like, retro, late 90s. She, I don't know. She's just giving me all of those vibes. She was like, I keep my money in my hands now. And feel better with my heart out. Come on, cheap queen. What? Ugh. Like that line? Just, just, just think about that line. Exactly. Like, she says so much in such a short little line with she shit like that. And that's how her pen works. Like she nice like that. You get a lot of those little one liners, but you 
could unpack them in so many different you ways. Could, so. You could tell she's a really a songwriter, a singer songwriter. For your first effort, for somebody who I never heard of, like it was very refreshing listening to this project. I listened to it mad times, top to bottom. Um, it's a dope project, man. I definitely think y'all gotta go check it out. But yeah, I gave it aloud, seventy five percent. So yeah, yeah. so that you was come, my rating. You hit the same songs. That Seriously? Ass, that I was going to Are you serious? I'm so serious. All right, well, go ahead. Do your thing. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Do your thing. First of all, my rating for it is also loud. Okay. It's a 70. I gave it a 70% because mm. I liked, um, there's a, how many tracks? Is it 13 tracks on that 13 album? tracks, yeah. I liked about nine or 10 of them. Okay. And Is This Love, if this is if this is love, I think is what it's called. Uh, is definitely a highlight for me. I wrote down the line, if this is love, I want my money back because I could use the check yep. to spend it on a yep. better heart to wear yep. on my sleep. <laughs> my nigga. Yep. When I it's, it's if you think it's love. If That's you the think name it's of love. Yeah. So when I tell you she was singing all my yeah. emotions. But then I heard it like, every time I heard her song, because I threw her in the playlist with everybody else. Mm. So, like, the, her song would come on after, like, you know, somebody else, right? And the song just came on, and that, like, the lines was just hitting me. Like, I was just listening to shit she was singing. Like, damn, like, she going in. And she left mad room in the production. It ain't much going on. Like, you got to listen to what That's she's it. saying. That's it. she talking her shit. She like, yo, I want you to listen to this because I'm talking my shit. And it's the last song on the whole project. Yeah. And she just goes off. Like, it's a I'm, perfect send-off. And she produces her own material. I did not. That's everything. key. I didn't know that. She produces now, her own That's stuff. hard. She plays see, now I want to see. I now want to see her live. She's just playing most of the things that's on the album. Yeah, so, see, I got to see her live. So you're getting a full You're getting a full album. You're getting everything from her. Mm-hmm. That was the one you also mentioned. Do you... Do you want to see me crying? Yeah. Was my highlight. That's great. That was my highlight. See, also the title track, Cheap Queen. And I love that song. That's I love. I figured you was gonna talk about that one, so I ain't even bring that one up. <laughs> but I love that, that, one, song. that song. Is, That's my shit. That song is 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 too too fire and profit. That was my other. Mm. But I mean, look, it's a lot of them. Hit the back. It's, it's a few of them. Watching my phone, I know what that's like. I can listen to this song top to bottom like a few times without. Wondering like, all right, damn, Dog. I need to kind of listen to something else. Like, I listened to it like four or five times, like in a cycle, like back to back, just looping it, just I'm and it sound like I was hearing different shit every time. Yeah, I'm like every time, I'm like definitely. damn, I don't remember hearing this song. Like what? Like it was just dope. You hear it differently. You hear something yeah. new about it every time, and you don't hear stuff like that in albums. But Absolutely. that's like the definition of a loud album. That's a loud album. So you're gonna earn these ratings. You gotta you earn, earn these ratings. Man. And the other joint I really like was the other short joint, useless phrases. 116, a minute and 16 <laughs> seconds. Short, short and sweet. But she's just like, you said you want me back, but I ain't, come on. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, save your breath. That's some useless phrase. You could just say that shit, but it's just like air. Like, you breathing. Like, shut up, my nigga. I don't want to hear that shit. We've been there. We've See? Been you, there. And you got this shit on your nose. All right, enough We've said, man. There. Loud, loud. Loud, loud. Second episode, Tone of Peas, the Herbal Tea Podcast, we, man. I, what I, can oh, we yeah. say? Go check out What can out we say, Chief man? I, feel, I like the fact What can that we say, man? We King Princess. I fuck with the name, too. Like, King Princess. That's kind of hard. I actually know somebody on IG with a King Princess, but they spell it with two Zs, the, mm. the S's. But it's like, but that's dope. I love that name. That's hard. But I mean, we all King Princess, Cheat Queen. Out now on all stream platforms. Go check it out, man. You got a loud from your boys, Tony Peasy. What do y'all think? Hit us up in the comments. Let us know. Herbal.t.pod. Who do we got next on the docket? Next, we got 
Let's see. Let's 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 get into this for a second. What is what's give, going on right now? Take your time. Second. Take your time. Ain't no rush. We All out right. here, man. We got a whole lot of uh uh a new QR art, uh Q plus artists on the slate. Shout out to the Q plus artists Shout out there. Shout out to everybody. The next artist we're gonna talk about is Oliver Twixt. Uh-oh. Oliver Twixt. He's rel- he's pretty new. He's a pretty new artist. Uh media personality from South Florida who's mm. performed at Atlanta's A3C Festival in 2015. Okay. He won Storyteller of the Year at the YGEA Awards and he's a YouTube he has a YouTube blog called The Petty Eddie Show. Petty Eddie. The Petty Eddie Show. Come on Petty Eddie. Um and is a project assistant for DJ George 2.0 of Wonderland Records which is Janelle Monáe's label. So Dope. he has this track called Sugar. Okay. With his uh featuring Lyric Lecrae. Lyric Lyric Lachey. Lyric We're gonna fuck up songs. Lyric Lachey? Is that how you say Lyric it? Rushay. Lyric Rushay. Lyric Rushay. We we are gonna fuck I, up. I, names. I, hey, I I haven't heard of Lyric Rushay. I'm I not sure. Is that is she them. a singer? I think she's a singer, he, right? Oh he, he is a singer. He's a, he's he's a rapper. Lyric Rushay? Yeah. He's a rapper. He's the one rapping? He's the one rap. The first guy, I think, is Oliver. And then in the middle to oh, the end. Oh, now see, I didn't say. Ta- All right, go ahead. Do your thing. Yeah, that's that's who's on the song. And this is basically a stand, third standalone single of 2019. All right. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, I do not like this song. Mm. I had to give it, I had to give it a dirt. Oh shit. I had to give it a dirt. Yo. I had to give it out, man. I had to give it out. And I'm gonna be all the way hundred with it. Damn. I'm actually, I gotta say, I'm really surprised. I'm gonna be all the way hundred with it. Like, okay, I understand what he's doing. Like it's a it's a it's kind of a throwback feel because he's sampling Janet, yes, you know, yes, heavily yes. on the record, which I thought very heavily. Like when you have a Janet sample, we get what you're doing. But you kind of let her do the heavy listening. Yeah. She already did the song. So Janet Jackson featuring Oliver Twist. Basically. You know what I'm saying? So when you sample like that, you're not really giving enough room for your own personality to shine. You're and not then it's Janet. Like you, you let Janet. Janet take your song. Take like. your song. And the song, you didn't even produce it like that. Like, it's not even that well-produced. It's cut. It's just like a chunk. Yeah. So I don't think that that really works in favor of somebody who's new, or if this is one of your newest singles, somebody hearing you for the first time, this wouldn't wasn't the one. And the person rapping, Lyric Roche, saying his name correctly, he kind of outrapped you. Well, I didn't know who was who. <laughs> like, I'm gonna keep it a buck, but go ahead, uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah, he kind of outrapped them, um, and and that's that's basically how I feel about the record. Uh, it's too much of a sample. The person you have featured on there kind of gave a little bit of a better performance. Mm-hmm. I just thought it could have been better in so many different ways. I, yeah. You're giving, you're giving a good, feel-good, two-step bop, and it's okay. Like That's what the kids want, club, floor on the floor, something they could dance to, yeah. but this wasn't it. Wow. So, I'm sorry. Dirt. But ladies I'm sorry, not gentlemen. sorry. I'm just saying. This is dirt. It's the Herbal Tea Podcast. So... We had our first agreement on the first episode, and now we got our first dirt. Our first dirt rating yeah, on yeah. the second episode. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, man. Dirt. I really wasn't expecting that. So here's yeah, my yeah, take yeah. on it. All right. I gave it a mid. Okay. I gave it on the low end of the mid, like a 35, 30%. Because overall, like all the, everything you mentioned about it, 
I agree with 100%. All of your gripes are correct. But at the end of the day, I feel like it really, it is a decent song. It's not a bad song. Like, he mm. took the Janet sample, which I agree, way too much Janet. Like, it sounded like pretty much a remix of a Janet, like a club remix of a yeah. Janet song. You just doing some verses. Yeah, like, that's yeah. all it sounded like. But it does sound good. Like, the way they did it, the way, you know, he used Janet, it was dope. It just, you know, it takes away from, especially you being a newer artist and people not really having that much material from you. Sure, that is man. a strike against you. But given that, Outside of that, if you were just taking that away and not putting that into the equation, it's a decent song. Like, it sounds good. It could bop. You know what I mean? It got a nice feel-good vibe mm -hmm. to it. I saw the video. I think he shot it in Coney, on, on Coney Island on the beach and shit. Mm -hmm. um, it's a nice little vibe. But I absolutely did not know who was rapping. I didn't know. I thought both of those verses were Oliver Twist. Like, I thought Lyric Rache was maybe doing ad-libs on the Janet part. Well, like at the breakdown moment, it's like, a, and if I'm mistaken on it, I don't know. A, I could be wrong be, too. But it was like, just like he's a new be, artist to me. I'm not familiar with him, so that's kind of was that's I, what I first took away because both of the verses sound like the same person to me. It didn't, and I thought I the heard, verses, whoever was on the verses, I thought the verses was decent. They I sound like it. you know, it's good rapping voices. They were going in, the flows were decent. But it was just like, you sound like you're featured on a Janet Jackson song. I heard a different tone between the two verses. I could I, be wrong. I could be wrong too. But I don't I know. I mean, I think if anyhow, anyhow, that second rap verse was better than the first one. Okay. And if it is a different person, then like I said, they outshine whoever was first. All right. I mean, I thought both of the verses was decent. Yeah. I thought the last one was better, but I didn't think it was like a big gap between them. But overall, I thought the song was like a mid, like low mid. Yeah. You know, 35 33% mid, which is, you know, it's not bad, but damn. Dirt. Woo. Yeah, man. It is what it is. Hey, it is so there is. you have it. Oliver Twist, Just uh, Sugar, featuring Lyric Rache. Um, came out September 20th. So go check that out. Streaming on all platforms. Let us know what you think. PZ thought it was that. Absolutely. He gave it that dirt. Listen for yourself. I gave it the mid, so hey, it is what it is. And we not always gonna me. agree. So far we only agreed once. And you know, you see how that goes. So let us know what you think. But that's what it's about, man. Everybody got their own opinion. Music is subjective. Everybody has their own way of hearing things. Sometimes you hear the same song at a different day, different point, different environment, and right. it sounds different. Like, you know what I mean? So sure. go check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, shout out to Oliver Twist, man. So who the next one on the slate? Next that bat. All right. Who do we got? I think it's another new artist, to be honest with you. Well, I definitely, I heard of this artist maybe once or twice, but okay. I was not familiar with their music at all. So, shout out to Jackie Tsunami. Shout out. I fuck with that name. That's a hard name. It is a hard name. I fuck with that it name is, right there. because I get it. Tsunami. I totally yeah. get it. I fuck with the name. He's a Q-plus artist from Memphis. Um, shout out to Memphis. I think he's based in Atlanta now. He's been in Atlanta since like 2016, but he's right, from right. Memphis originally. Um, and he dropped he dropped his previous single, uh, Mine, in 2018. Um, so he's, he's a new artist. Mm. I don't think he has a full-length project out yet. He might have a mixtape or something like that, but I wasn't able to find yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, but Nicki Minaj definitely played a big part in his life, he said. Well, not in his life, but in his... In his choice and his decision to become a rapper. Right. Um, early on in his career, he wanted to be a singer. He used to want to sing. But after seeing Nicki Minaj and the way she embraced, like, lyricism as well as, you know, sexuality, right. he kind of 
you know, took from that and was inspired from that to, you know, do his own thing. Um, he also puts an emphasis on, like, you know, doing the footwork, doing your homework and honing your skill and really, you know, finding your sound and fine-tuning your craft. Um, he takes appreciation in the artistry. That was something I got from one of his articles. So right. shout-out to Jackie Tsunami. Have you ever... You said you you haven't heard of him before, I had right? not heard him before, you know, not, not before this single that we're reviewing right okay. now. But... Uh, this uh, this artist is definitely I you, I could hear that he is a lyricist and he did take that cue from from Nicki Minaj. You can hear what he's yeah. not that he's copying or trying to imitate his. Flow. It's just influence. We all it's, influenced. By we people. all influenced by something. That's all we are. Just our the combinations of our influences. Lyrics is where yeah, and I'm always here for a good for a dope lyricist. Mm-hmm. What did you give? So what did you give this song? This my shit. I love this fucking song. Mm-hmm. Fire. Mm-hmm. I gave it a fire. Mm-hmm. I gave it a fire and I gave it like a it's like an 80% fire. Like, so this is probably this is my highest rating so far ooh, today. Ooh, we only had two episodes in, but ooh, this is my shit. Ooh. I love this fucking song. First of all, I'm a sucker for a good beat flip. We okay. already talked about it we with the with Nino it. Green and the Beyonce joint. We but are. this is like a different kind of flip. Like he so he took the mystical song, Danger. Mm-hmm. Um been so long, it's been so long. We been on that's my the shit. The nigga right there. That's, my, that's always been one of my Same. favorite mystical joints. I fuck with a lot of yeah. mystical shit, but that's yeah. always been one of my favorite mystical joints. Yeah, absolutely. He took it, flip it. So that's always a dangerous thing, right? You fucking with somebody's yeah. shit that was a classic, and you trying to flip it and make it your own. But the way whoever produced it flipped the beat yep. was hard. Mm-hmm. They added, they jumped the drums up a little bit, flipped yep. the drums, threw the flip on. He flipped the right parts, and then he on here spitting. Yep. He on here talking his shit. Yep. The hook, I love a good rapping-ass hook. Yep. It ain't no singing melodic hook. The hook is a rap. It's bars. It's like eight, don't play with me. Ah, you can say with me. Uh. Yeah, that's my shit. He ripped it. He killed the hook. So the hook is a rapping hook, and then he on here talking his shit, and then he like owning his... His kind of like player pimp side, like he owning his sexuality, like mm-hmm. he ain't on the hyper masculine, like oh, all right, I gotta take care of you. He like, yeah, nigga, you could pay my rent, but you can't stay here. Yeah, you could take care of me, like we can hang out, we could cool. I enjoy the perks, but nigga, like I'm doing my own thing. I'm totally, and that's here. what we doing. Like, what's up? I'm and here. He, and he's spitting. He could spit. He could flow. He got a nice voice, <sighs> like the tone. He got a dope rap voice. Dope rap name. That I always mean, helps. All these things help. Shout out to Jackie Tsunami, man. Yeah, I'm fucking man. with him, man. Great first impression for me. Like, Absolutely. I fucks with the kid. Yeah, this is my first Dope. time. So, what did you? What did you? What did you give it? Oh God, what I did gave you it, think? I gave it a loud. You gave it a loud. I gave it okay. a loud. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. I mean, it's pretty close to fire mm. for me. That's it. Like. Well, what's the, what's the fire threshold? Fire, fire is seventy five percent. I would so. give it like a seventy four point nine 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 nine. Okay, it's almost there. Okay. I like the fact that he flipped the mystical song. Like we, this is the age where we flipping a lot of. 90s, it's a lot of flipping 2000s. going on. It's okay. Tory Lanez mixtape like, for a long time. Yeah, you can't, if it's you been do a trend. It right. That's the It'll key. Hit. That's the key. You got to do hit. it right. You got to do it right. So I like the fact that it's a bouncy, like kind of a New Orleans it's bounce flip. It's definitely a New Orleans bounce flip, but it, it's like a different, it's like a 2019. It's a 2019 version, 2020. which kind of pays homage to itself, the sample in it. And the then he place. even took the cadence of um, 
the soul, please show Tell me. me. But he did his he, own he did rendition his own of it real quick. He paid he all paid points. homage the right way. He did it right. Like, it was just points. dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think I think this song is is excellent. My only gripe is just the fact that it is not necessarily the most original idea. So, okay. But I really feel like if he got on original production, yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to hit. I mean, out this is here. the first we hearing from him. So yeah. You got to hit so, else, but. but this is a great introduction into who he is. It totally fits with his aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Hope you license to carry that pistol. Stay with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you feel me? When I'm when Yo, I'm, when I'm deep voicing your your lyrics, I fucks with the I'm kid. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. I'm fucking with the kid. I'm looking forward to more of what he bringing next. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Shout out to Jackie Tsunami. Man. Shout out to him. Word, word. Support that brother. So you got a fire and you got a loud. You That's got a pretty loud. good. And with, our percentages weren't off. Not you off. Se- you seven seventy-four point nine 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 nine. And I'm like 80%. So we like right there. We right there. That's pretty good. That's basically a fire song. That's what's up, man. Throw that on your playlist. Shout out to Jackie Tsunami, man. Go holler at him. It's streaming on all platforms. Like we said, that joint is called Play. Um, And go check it out, man. Wherever you get your music, it's available. For sure, for sure. Who do we got next? Next up. Next we got another artist. Not really that new. He's been around for a while. Mickey Taylor. Mickey Taylor is... A former multi-award winning British porn star that kind of transferred or transitioned into music at about 2016. Now, do you know of any other porn stars that made the transition to music? Like from the Q Plus community? Because this is a first for me. I knew that about him. Well, I found that out about him, but... Is that a first? Like, I don't really... This might be the first that I've heard of that has done music and... Like, he's a porn star first. He was a legit porn star. And now he's, like, making music. Award-winning, and now he's making music. I've never heard... I don't think I've heard of anybody like him. That might be a first. Okay. For me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm just curious. And listen, you know, you could say a whole lot about porn or whatever you can. Everybody watches it at some point. We're grown, man. Like, stop it. It, it Who don't watch porn? Cut it out. It's a hustle. It's a a job. It's a job. (laughs) So it doesn't take away nothing from me. And it ain't easy. It's not easy. (laughs) I mean, Young and May could probably tell you. It's not an easy job either. You know, it is what it is. We kind of... We we normalize. We can normalize that. It's it's part of life, and it's a job, and it they, doesn't take anything away from his music. Absolutely not. You already know. And he's also an author. He has written two books. Okay. He's written two books. Uh, Mickey Taylor parts one and two. So part one is complicated evolution, and part two is almost Mickey. It sounds like it's like. It's kind of autobiographical. Okay. He's, he talks about his struggles with his body image. He's biracial, so he talks about um, mm. coming up like that in the porn industry and kind of being sexualized and, and marginalized. Interesting. In okay. So he's got a bit of a story. He got layers. Through. He layered. He got he layered. Okay. So, you know, he got some he got some shit with him. And he also put out two albums, Midnight Palace in twenty seventeen and Puppets Lament in twenty fifteen. Okay. So, so he's been around for he's a little been around, bit. Been around. He's got a hundred tattoos, over a hundred tattoos. He's tat, tat, he is tat, tatted, tatted up like that. Like it's tatted. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not mad at the boy. I love good tats. Like, I, I love tats. Tat, he like yo. He like a suicide girl. You know suicide girls. 
They got like all of the tats. <laughs> she know what I'm talking about. But, suicide, but he like a suicide boy and shit. He I'm got not, mad tats. I'm not I'm not familiar with suicide. If you Google girls. it, Google an image, like, you'll see it. All but right. he's like the male version of a suicide girl. All right. Well, you know, I'm not mad at the tattoo situation. If you got it, your body is art. So get that life. Right. So we're going to move on to his record. His, his single is called One Sided. It came okay. out November 5th, 2019. It's his latest single. It's supposedly coming up from from his next album. Uh, doesn't he have to oh, it's like a, name. okay. So yeah. it's from the project. Yeah, it, it supposed- people don't do that no more. Like people don't drop singles associated to projects yeah. like very often no more. Oh, like, you might drop just a Lucy, and then people just drop a whole project, yeah, and then yeah. that Lucy don't even be on the album and shit. Yeah, sometimes it is, or sometimes it isn't. But you know, I think it's reportedly on his next album. But he didn't really give too much detail on what that is yet. Okay, I gave it a Reggie. You gave it that Reggie. I gave it a Reggie. Yo, you out here. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a Reggie. Dirts and Reggies on it. I mean... Whole so, that. Listen, listen. <laughs> my whole thing is if I'm listening to your song and I have to, and I have to like, do extra work to, like, enjoy the song, or if I'm mm, finding things that damn, can Damn, you better, was trying to like this shit. I mean, I don't want to say... I hate saying that. I want to say that. That's what it sound like. It is what it sound like. It is what it is. <laughs> but... It's a Reggie because the production left a little bit to be desired. A lot of it was repetitive, um, but it is a club banger. Like, if you're just looking for a club banger song you want to dance to, I guess it doesn't really matter what the lyrics are saying. But I feel like if you're trying to tell a story or if you're trying to tell somebody about yourself, which he was saying a lot in his interviews that he wants his music to kind of tell some of his stories, he's not really giving that. Mm-hmm. With the lyrics on the album, he's not really giving that impression. It's kind of being lost on me, but it is a bop. It gotcha. is a little bit of a bop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could get your cardio on with you that. Shit. <laughs> your cardio get, you know, workout, get your like cardio, get and do your thing with it. But after that, you know, you know, people. And he said he he looks up to Sia. Okay. Sia is, a, Sia is an excellent songwriter who writes danceable Sia's songs. pen is like but she, ridiculous. And she's gone through a lot and she writes it in her music. So to write danceable songs that talk about pain but is really, really good, that takes a, it's a skill. So if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. Do it right. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, I checked it out. I listened to it. And it's also featuring uh, Eric Spike. Eric Spike. So right. I'm not sure if he's like the producer. Like, again, I can't tell who's who. Like, mm-hmm. these are both new artists to me. Um, but I liked the joint. It was cool. Like, I ain't love it, but I liked it. It gave me, like, if you ever been to, like, a W Hotel and, like, the lobby, the music they play, like, they always give you some, like... It's, it's playing low in the background, but you just feel like moving like a little softly to it. It's, it's, like, it's like a nice yeah. little bop, but it's almost like elevator music, a background, little bit generic. Ele- yeah, it's yeah. like background yeah. music. Yeah. But I do like, it's very repetitive, like you said. You was on the mark with that. He only says like, the, it's like a hook. He says a hook like a couple times. That's it. I kind of like that in a way, though. It has its pros and cons. Like, it's short and repetitive, and it's like, it's not something I want to hear on my playlist. Mm-hmm. But I like that it's short and sweet, and he's kind of just like, He's like, I can't keep living like this. This shit is one-sided. It should be divided. It should be split up. Okay. It shouldn't be like yeah. this. And that's kind of deep when you look at it like at different angles. But it's just like you got to, like you said, you got to find, you got to go like, all right, let me look and see what this yeah. is about. It don't just pop out at you. It's yeah. very like yeah. basic on the surface. You know what I'm saying? So, But I gave it a mid. I gave it like on the low end, like the 30. It was like on the... 
it's borderline of the Reggie and mid, mm-hmm. but I gave it the mid. I gave it the little extra, maybe like a 32% on the mid, mid grade. That's so not so that far off. I, I, it's not bad. It serves its purpose. Like, you could definitely throw it into the playlist if you're trying to get the party started. Like, before yeah. everybody get there, it's a play up. It's like, a pregame song. Just for the people going to get their drinks, and they're yeah. like, okay, it might be a nice little bop tonight. Yeah, like, yeah, we're going to yeah. see how it play out tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, it serves its purpose. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's how I felt about the shit. It was like, yeah, yeah. It was like that breakdown in the middle, though, where he's like, um, he's like, I'm going out late with my mates. Like, it's like a middle part, and he just can't. I don't know if that's Eric Spike or if that's uh, Mickey, but whoever that is came in kind of harsh. And it was just like, it was a cringe moment real quick. Mm. It was just like, ooh. And then they said it again with the auto-tune and all that, and it kind of smoothed it out, but I'm like... Ooh, that part was like maybe whoever that was shouldn't have been singing. Yeah. But you say, yeah. yeah, it was all right though. I mean, but you know, but I, I this, we we about in the same range. The same, I was yeah. towing the line with the Reggie, but I gave him the mid for the benefit of the doubt. You guys give us your your take. Let on us know, this man. Record. Go let check know. that shit if out. Off base. Let me know. Let we us could know. talk. We could talk about this. Very interesting you know stuff. What I'm saying man. Mickey Taylor featuring Eric Spite, one sided. And for the record, I have not seen any of his poems. I did not try to go look for him. I didn't either. I might. I mean, why not? Why I mean, that's not? a good idea. I mean, not, Pornhub, he, I'm sure he's on Pornhub. He's a cutie. If he's a a star, like he's a porn star, apparently. Yeah. So he's out here. So that means a multi-award We should have checked it out. Why didn't we check out the porn? Like, I we don't know, man. That maybe we should bring that back up for like a segment of Indie Streets. Yeah. All right. For sure. I'm totally We got to say that. that. Bookmark that. But go check out Save the music that. in the meantime. And go check out the porn too. Fuck that. Shout out to Mingy Taylor. Shout out to Eric Spike. Taylor. One-sided. Um, so who's up next? That wraps up all of our Q Plus artists for the day. That wraps up the Q Plus. Shout out to the Q Plus community, man. We fuck with y'all. I know it's kind of crazy. It's hard. We still, we still kind of figuring shit out. Mm. You know, it's it's been kind of more accepted in the community nowadays. Yeah, yeah. More trendy certain areas of the shit, but we still figuring out. It's a big spectrum. Everybody's not the same. We don't all think the same. Yeah, for we sure. just happen to be fucking part of the Q Plus community. But you know, you find different types of people within any community. But that's all it is: is a community, and we don't want to push it any more than that. We just trying to identify each other and let's build and let's support each other and keep this shit going, man. It's growing at an amazing rate and we just want to be a part of it and we want to contribute to it and yep. this is what we came up with. So, who do we got next? next? On the motherfucking ally. Our ally of the day. Our ally of the day. Is that going to be a thing for us? We going to do ally, ally of, the of the day? day? Yeah. If an ally got a release... We gonna make we gonna yeah, do Ally of the Day. Not? All right. Oh shit! So I ain't show y'all Mickey Taylor album cover, this which is, is right album there. Cover. Album cover. Check Mickey it out. Taylor, Eric Spike. I think that's Mickey sided. in the shades, and Eric Spike is in the red joints. Yeah, because you can see joints. the tats on his neck. The tat 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 it up. But yeah, so you're out here, man. One sided, Eric Taylor. Let's get it. All right. So we're moving on to our the ally, ally of, the, of the, day. the day. I like that. I think that might be it. You know, That'll we still it. working out the tweets. If y'all haven't noticed, this is only episode two. So we appreciate y'all for rocking with us, returning and coming back and stick with us, man. We just getting started. It's going to be a lot more to come, but we definitely, you know what I mean? Oiling the, the, the joints and yeah. working out the tweets. So bear with us. All right. So here we go. Ally of the day. <laughs> Tiana Taylor. Hey. Tiana Taylor okay. is our ally of the day. 
She is a singer, actress, and model, and all-around entertainer from Harlem. 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 What up, Harlem? You can see the Harlem swag dripping what up? when you when she walks into the room. <laughs> she definitely got that Harlem Let's, swag and that Harlem confidence. Here we go. Here we go. 10. Launched into the spotlight with that episode from Sweet 16. Remember that show? Sweet 16 where, you know, they would get, obviously, people who are turning 16. And they would throw them on, MTV. on MTV. Yes. On birthday parties. Yes. I remember her. Yeah, I remember that little, shit. I remember her being on there. She was on there, like, on some regular shit? I don't know, but I I kind of I remember her being on the show, but I just forgot. Like, I definitely don't remember any the episode itself, <laughs> but I do remember her being on it. But that's where kind of she got her start. Okay, she's going on to write for Chris Brown, Omarion, and Usher. Last album was the critically acc- critically acclaimed "Keep That Same Energy" KTSC, mm-hmm. released during shit. the Good Music epic string of album releases in 2018. Mm-hmm. She was the last one to come out. Stars in the reality show Tiana and Iman with her husband, the NBA player Iman Schumpert. And of course, she's an accomplished actress appearing in a slew of movies and reality shows, such as Medea's Big Happy Family. Remember mm. Byron? <laughs> Why you got me sounding like a siren? <laughs> yeah, that's her. Okay. And also was in Stomp the Yard, Homecoming. Uh, and will reportedly have a role in the upcoming Coming to America sequel. That's hard. Yo, everybody's popping up in that fucking everybody's movie. Everybody's going, and I'm not going to I think they mad. shot it at Rick Ross' house. <laughs> like, every, yeah. it's just some, it's a lot of wild it's, shit surrounded by that movie. Epic. I can't wait till it come out. It's going to be an event. It's going to be an event. I know it. Because Eddie, uh, obviously Eddie Murphy, we, we'll get into yeah, that when on, it happens. That's definitely going to be in these screen. Is Eddie but, an ally? I don't know. He should be. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. She, fun facts, she is Afro-Trinidadian descent. Okay. Credited as a or choreographer. She was credited as choreographer for Beyonce's Ring the Alarm. I did not know that. And she was initially signed to Pharrell Williams' Star Trek record in 20, 2007. I did know that. I didn't know that she came out with the Google Me. I knew I knew she was signed before Good Music, but yeah. I forgot to who. Yeah, Pharrell. Because she's been around for a she little bit. She has been around. She's, like, she's been out there. Okay. Been out there for a little while. Shout out to Tiana. And now Tiana has the So wait, why is she considered an ally? Why is she considered an ally? She did collaborate with Mickey Blanco on uh, her last record, uh, KTSC, with the, what is it? Um, I forgot the song. uh, Pop That Pussy? Okay, yeah. I think it was Pop That Pussy. Was he on it, on it? He he had vocals on it. Okay. He definitely had vocals on it. Okay. Um, he was doing, I think it was a breakdown in that song where he was kind of giving uh ballroom. She definitely showed love to the ballroom. She does give like heavy. She shows heavy. a lot Absolutely. of love to to LGBT. That's what's up. And um, yeah, so you know, now we have the single Morning, yeah. which I mean, if you look at the cover, the cover is crazy. She already you, giving you like, I'll do whatever, right? But also, like whatever. another little quick tidbit. So you said you mentioned that she married to Iman, who's mm-hmm. now playing for the uh, Brooklyn Nets. He's right, an NBA right. player. They gave birth to their first kid in the living room. Like wow. she went into her water broke. Oh, contractions. The shit went. She went into labor and they ain't have time to leave and go to the mercy room. So he helped her give birth in the living room with nine one one on the phone. You know what? That's I'm, crazy, fam. I'm, 
My sister, one of my sisters gave birth to my niece on Halloween in her bed at our crib, like the, the house I grew up in. Right, right. She gave birth like in the crib and then wow. went to the hospital afterwards. But I'm just like amazed at that shit. Like to be able to do that shit. And first of all, it's already pressure. Somebody yeah, going to labor, yeah. you like, what the fuck? And then to have to like give the birth and help with the labor yeah, yeah. and you not trained, you not technical, like that's some crazy, that's some other shit. That's incredible. I just thought that was really interesting that that's like the story of their first fucking child. That's, that's, I mean, look, they, they are a pretty fit couple. They look like, like they just like a strong healthy. looking couple. Yeah, they are just strong. Period. So, I mean, it, it doesn't shock me so much in the sense that they, that they handled it the right yeah, way. Yeah, that don't... Sh- I mean, it's just still amazing. Like, it I'm is just still amazing that it of the of that whole... Cause that's just wild. Childbirth is... And then, like, what a story for your first fucking oh born. My like, oh, my God. Yeah, so shout... I mean, shout out, shout out to them. Shout out to Tiana Taylor. Congratulations and their on family. them for sure. Like, I didn't, I didn't know that, actually. And I fuck with Iman. Iman is nice. Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets, man. You already. Of course, and you also recognize Tiana Taylor on, you know, she was doing the intro in Missy's video. For throwback, yes, and came back again yes. for the Drip Demeanor and video. And she did the infamous Kanye video where <laughs> right. she was in it was mad salacious. She was in pretty much the, she was dancing. It looked like she was in a jail cell dancing around. Yeah, and shit. She but was that giving, shit was crazy. She was kind of giving. She's Jennifer wild Lopez. out here. Everybody yeah. know about her body. Her body is crazy. Oh God, you, yeah. we know her body. So this is fitting right here. The Very Demeanor. No, Very fitting. I had to throw that in there because stupid. <laughs> but um, so her and Kalani, her and Kalani. Tag team giving us this sexy single morning. And you know, I like them tie that bitches, hi, Kaylani. (laughs) Now, here's the thing here's the thing. I wish Tiana Taylor would stop teasing people like that. Cause you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Just come out and say, I'm down for whatever. Nobody wow. gonna ain't be no surprised or mad. But ain't no pressure. She might not be. She might just she like might the, not. you know what she I'm saying? Just, she just might just be a genuine freak. I mean. Like, and I feel like that's, that's what okay she is. Too. Like, she married. She cool. She do what she do. She, do she what ain't got to. Respect. Yeah. But I'm just saying. She show love. She does. She already show support. Like, that's you think, enough. You think I'm like gassing it if I'm pulling too hard if I, if we. She like, If she wanted to do it, she would do it. That's, that's all I'm saying. So it's like, you could gas her all you want. If she wanted to do it, she would have done it already. She already showing us that she with it. She She's cool. It. She don't give a fuck. So she it's don't like, give a fuck. She I appreciate fuck. her just giving nods. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But this song is definitely a fire for me. Like, okay. It's a fire. Okay. It, this is your hit. first fire. This is, my, this is my first fire? I think this is your first fire. Okay, that, that's fire. We both got our first fires on this episode. Yeah. Oh, shit. This okay. Is, this is fire for me. Um, This song is all types of sexy. Like... Just on a musical level, like they both sound amazing together. Yeah. They're giving that energy. Kalani is, Kalani is giving you that life on the record. She's a, a amazing addition. Mm. It, it is, just basically like a really really good sexy record. Okay, I I just fuck with the vibe of it, and I like the fact that it's Tiana Taylor doing it. Yeah, this big, like, yeah. And I really, really, I really like this song. That I can't even say too much about it yeah. because it's just a, a dope record. Y'all need to get into it. I fuck with Tiana. She's, she's. I mean, I just like her vibe overall. I like her as an artist. I like her yeah. music. 
I like her dancing. I like her look. I like her style. Like I just like her whole aesthetic. The woman that she's coming. I like the into. way she carry herself. I like her trajectory. I like her decisions, her path. Like yeah. even the way she deal with good music. She's the only female side to good music. Yeah. So like the way she handles herself in that camp, I just fuck with her. I'm a fan of hers. Yeah. This joint, I thought it was dope. I gave it a loud. The, like a high end loud, like 75 percent. Okay. It was like on the on the line allowed, but I just thought it's super sexy, super sultry. The video is crazy, but it's like it don't really push no buttons. It don't go out of exactly what it is. It's like a sexy song, a sexy video. Mm-hmm. It's at the top tier of a sexy, sultry R and B song, but right, right. it don't really give me nothing crazy. Like I ain't really hear no lines that I was like, oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, eat the booty like groceries. Like, when you heard that line, yeah, you was yeah. like, ooh. Like, people was talking about that one line that for a fucking line. year. Like, I ain't had no pop-out, standout lines. The video was dope and sultry, but, like, how many times we done seen two chicks playing, kissing, that might be lesbians, <laughs> might not. Like, all right, <laughs> my nigga. It was dope for what it was. And it was great. but And it was the best at, you know, that. But it didn't give me anything to put me over that, like, Extra A. So I gave it like a loud 70%. I thought the vocal production was dope, the melodies. I love that Kehlani came in mm. and she was kind of like a rap feature. <laughs> like she kind of came kinda in with, come with a little bit I was like, ooh. Right. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. It was like she was featuring a female rapper. Yeah. I loved that. That shit was hard. Come and the way on. it came, she was a great addition to it. I thought the song was dope. I gave it I gave it a um, 75 loud. So that was my take on it. Man... There we got. There we have it. That pretty close. We, we pretty almost close. agreed on we that. We kind of aligned. But shout out to aligned. Tiana Taylor. Go stream that. Go check out uh, KTSE. Keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. Amazing album. That was definitely my favorite album in that string of uh, good music releases. Oh yeah, Stand that Pusha T shit was crazy too. Oh, but yeah, that Tiana yeah, yeah, Taylor yeah. just hit. It hit different. Like hit that was different. my shit. She definitely had the the, the standout project from that little talented. Woman. I love the woman that she's becoming because yeah. coming from Sweet Sixteen, being kind of spoiled and whatnot, to the woman that she's becoming and us including her as and a, a family ally and all of that and being dope. a family and that body and just being a talented individual. She's been around a block she's and she's still here and she's doing she's her thing. Here. Shout out to Tiana Taylor. Go check that shit out. Morning featuring Keanu. So that does it for our reviews, man, for the music, right? All right. So, I mean, you know when you're listening to music, usually when you're listening to music, you on your commute, you you pretty much in the streets. So in these streets. What's going on in the streets? We got to know what's going on. Man, it's you, a whole... You like y'all expert. You like the correspondent for the street. You already got your ear to the curb. I already know. Absolutely. So. Literally. What air they talking about out here? On the ground to the streets. Now, not too long ago, we had a b- football player... Ryan Russell of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. He just came out as bisexual. I heard about this. I haven't really been following football crazy, crazy like Mm -hmm. I used to. And I never was really a big football guy. Like, I'm more of a basketball head, but I follow football here and there. I think he's somewhat of a newer, like, star, superstar, emerging, like, budding superstar, maybe. That's what he is. In the NFL. How long has he been in the NFL? Do you know? I actually don't know. I didn't really bother to look at him. I don't think he's a vet. He hasn't been around for a while. He's played for a couple of teams, but he... But from what I was reading in the letter, in the essay that he wrote, he wasn't really in the game. Maybe like a few years. Yeah. Okay. He's got a that couple, sound about right. You know, a couple starts. Like he wouldn't be there for too too long. Yeah. So um, he wrote this essay about him. 
coming out and the reason why and just basically a full background. And it's remarkable because he might be the second person to come out because I think the first one that we really that was really like a, a news thing was like Sam the, Smith. Sam Smith. Not Sam not Smith. Michael Sam. Michael Sam. Damn, I said yeah, Sam, Sam Smith. <laughs> I think it's Michael Sam. It's definitely Michael Sam. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I knew was, it was Sam something. He was something openly openly gay. And but he did he he made a team or he didn't? I think he got drafted, but then he got let go or yeah. waved or something like that. Or he was or on, he was trying out. He was trying out, but he didn't really have a career career in yeah, the NFL. He, didn't, he, and he didn't, came out like right before I think he got drafted or right after he got drafted. Yeah, like he got drafted late or something like that. I'm not clear on the way, but he was in the NFL for a he, hot stint. Yeah, and but you know, but then got released or something like then that. Then got released. So that's what I'm saying. That just shows you how difficult it is for athletes to. You know, be openly gay or openly I mean, but he all, Michael Sam also wasn't the premier football athlete. Like he wasn't a high candidate. Yeah. So I mean, you got to weigh that into it. I don't think they were discriminating against him just because he came out as gay. I just think his skill didn't match up in a pro level. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that they still drafted him showed that you know they are at least somewhat open to the shit. Like mm-hmm. we already know the NFL got their whole. They got a bunch of issues that they need to work out as, yeah, as yeah. far as, you know, groups and society and all of that shit. But I don't know if necessarily that case with Michael Sam was them, like, being like, all right, he's gay, we can't drive. But it could have been. Like, you know, it's very political in the NFL. So for him yeah. to not make the team, be drafted or be on the team and not really play and then get released, it definitely could have been. But It could be. That's kinda, it could be. I mean, as far as, like— But for this, this is kind of a different situation yeah, because this is, this is more of a star, like a star player kind of coming out. Kind of coming like, out. He's already played for a couple of teams. A little established. And a little established, and he chose now to come out um, officially as bisexual. He published the essay on ESPN.com mm. August 29th, 2019. And what I wanted to talk about was just the letter itself. He's a writer. He He's— like a writer, writer. He considers himself a really strong writer. And when I read the essay, it reads like you somebody made, made who sense. writes. He can write professionally, yeah. but he's really. And I advise everybody to go find this letter, check this letter out, because he goes all in about just struggling with having a football career and then having a successful football career and carrying the burden of having this thing that he can't be open with. His main point was how can he be effective on the field? How can he be his whole self on the field? Got this and, dark cloud and, and not him. have this, not being able to share his whole self yeah. to the rest of his teammates. And I thought it was, I thought it was real, was a really well written assessment of what it's like to be a person of color, a male, in a mostly heterosexual dominated industry, and be that one person or be among many who choose to stay silent, but you be the one to come out. And the ramifications of that decision and struggling with coming to terms with your sexuality all at the same time. Yeah. So I thought it was... That's so interesting, like, that point right there. That's kind of the basis or the reasoning behind the whole Q-plus thing, right? It's not necessarily so much as, all right, we trying to put like a barrier or put somebody in a box. It's just, you already know the world we live in. We already at a disadvantage because the majority either thinks like, all right, that's not for me, whatever. It don't matter to me. I don't see it. Or it's a choice or whatever, whatever. Like people just view it how they view it. But right. at the end of the day, 
it's always comforting to see people of likeness, see people that you could identify with. Like Absolutely. us being black or people of color, that's easily identifiable. You could see somebody and tell off the bat, like, all yeah. right, that's a person of color. For the most part. You know what I'm saying? But you can't necessarily see somebody and be like, okay, are they, you know, they might be family. They yeah. might not. It's hard. So we kind of got to make it a little bit more obvious. We have to do that job. We don't have yeah. to, but it just, it would just help. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It would be comforting for him to be in a league, in the NFL, and there to be some way for him to identify another person that might be, you know, of the same ilk and not necessarily have to let everybody else know. Like, you could just be like, oh, all right, UQ plus? Oh, mm. word, UQ plus? Oh, word, all right. And not saying that that's what that's the idea that I have for it, but that's kind of just the reasoning behind it. It's just like it's just a way to identify and have some kind of companionship, some camaraderie with somebody that has, you know, that is of the same, you know, orientation or lifestyle or whatever, whatever have you. However you choose to categorize it, just to identify that and be able to point it out. What I wanted to talk about is some of the struggles that he wrote about as far as his decision to come out. He talked about a blogger who he's already, he's just starting to date while he's, you know, while he's a football player. And apparently he was uh, caught by a blogger, you know, with somebody Mm -hmm. or at least in a way that the blogger was able to assess that he might be LGBT and kind of put two and two together. Gotcha. As he was trying to, like, maybe not be so obvious about it. He was trying to be incognito, but not so much. So the blog, he can't, the blogger contacted him, I believe, and, you know, told him that, you know, I've, I think you are, you know, whatever. And he had to ask for the favor to not release publicize that, it. to publicize that, and to live in that kind of situation where That's you kind of have terrible. to ask, where you kind of have to... That's what, horrible. ...ask for secrecy in order to keep... In That's giving to somebody too much power. Because this is this is dream. This is job that feeds his yeah. family. So to have to ask somebody else like Dan, about don't your fuck life, up my whole shit. Don't to not do that. Don't mess up my life. You're gonna ruin my life because of this secret. Don't do that. You can that type of pressure is is incredible. Like the fact yeah. that he had to do that, and I just I just have to commend him for even coming out in in that situation because it's not unlike a lot of musicians. Imagine who are how many other people are going through that. Same going shit. through that, and that's another reason why they haven't gotten to relevant. the point where it's like that. Because you know? we obviously know if if there's one, there's probably way more in the football, you know, playing football that are Easily. that are it. gay or whatever you know the case may be. So the fact that he came out and was open and was transparent. He um he mentioned that he decided he came out to his loved ones before he um started playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, he had a few setbacks being um not being reassigned. Like he played for the Tampa Buccaneers for a couple of years, but he, and then, his then contract another, didn't yeah. get uh get renewed. He had a close friend that died and you know, he had a, like a shoulder issue. He had, you know, he had a sh- Injuries, shoulder pain. Part of he had football. to play through that, and he want. But he's coming out from all of this pain. He's try, He's finally like healing from all of that. Loving himself. Getting to that. He's gotten to that point personally, and in his professional career is on a come up. And now he wants to bring that together. You know what I'm saying? So what was he... I saw him on a cover of something. What was he on a cover of? Was it like Variety or something like that? 
Like, I saw him on the cover of some magazine, mm-hmm. and it was part of the coming out story. Right. Did you see that? Do you know what I'm talking I about? I did not. I did not see that. It might have been Sports Illustrated or something like yeah, that. It was yeah. one of those magazines he was on the cover of, though. I saw that. But that's dope, man. Like, shout out. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to for him doing like, for doing that's, that. That's big. Like, we need that. We need those figures. Because you don't see that often. That's you don't part see of it. that's the reason and why it has to be done. Because that should be something that's commonplace at this point. Like, we know it's athletes that are part of the Q Plus community. In 2019. Like, I come on. I just don't think I was a Q Plus sense. athlete. <laughs> if that's a thing, a Q plus. Will athlete. Sheridan was a Q plus. Villanova. Athlete. He had the con- he Division came out one. and then decided he didn't want to. Play no more. I don't know if it was as a result. Yeah, of I don't all think he finished. Yeah, his... yeah. So I, I don't know if that was part of the reason. He was a D one athlete. Like, yeah, he was nice. I mean, look at him. Yeah, like, come on, man. See, so it's it's not something. That, but in 2019, you would think like you know this this should get easier, but it doesn't because more people more don't step like up and come out. Come you know out. What I'm so I I just want to commend him for. Being as open and transparent with that essay, it's and it's well, hard. Man. Like we not, and we not saying like it's a lot of. It is a lot of pressure, but like you shouldn't feel pressure to come out just because like nobody else is coming out. All right, I got to do it. Yeah, everybody don't have that in them. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be great if more people do, but eventually it will be that way. You know what I'm saying? It's getting better and better, but it ain't about pressure. It's just about getting to that point when you get there. Everybody get there at different points in their life, so you don't, you know, it ain't you don't necessarily have to feel pressure to do that, but. It is something that once you do it, it's so much better and you feel so much of that pressure just like relieve. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't, nobody can put you in that situation anymore where they like, all right, I got this fucking story. I think this is what you've been doing. I yeah. seen you with this dude. What the fuck is up? Like, nigga, yeah, it is what it is. Like, that's what I do. Everybody knows. So listen, when I, I just, I just want to say when I started to be an artist, I went through a whole time period where I was like, um, I had just came out to my parents, and during around the same time, I got infected with HIV. Mm. So I had to do both. I had to double whammy, and then I was in the military, which was still um, don't ask, don't tell, don't ask, don't tell was still mm. in effect. So I had to like, I was kind of open. That's a lot. I was. It was like an open secret. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And only the few exactly people. So about. that was that was what I was dealing with. And then I decided to become an artist while I was in the military. So I was kind of going through a phase where I had to decide if I wanted to be open, would I write about it? And I related to Bryant in the documentary we were talking about last episode in mm-hmm. the complex, where, you know, would it make <clears throat> sense for me to talk about guys in my song? Or would it make sense to talk about girls in my song? Or it was a to whole that. thing. It was a whole. It was a. It's, it's a process. A you go and people fight. can't relate to that unless you have to You've go through it through and you it. have to think that. So, you know what I'm but that's the big Q plus. Sometimes you like. All right, I love Nicki Minaj. I love Jay Z. Yeah. I love Black Thought. I love Common. Absolutely. But these people can't relate to me on a certain level. It's yeah. a certain ceiling that they're gonna go to, and they they can't relate to the other shit. They can't. Where do I go to find the artist that's going to be able to relate to that shit. How do I find them? Where do I go to Google? What do I type in other than like gay rapper? That's when I started Google. And I think I happened to run across a magazine article. I don't think I even Googled. I Googled after the fact. I found Tim West in some article about HIV, actually, Mm. because I was like, 
going through that. So it's a whole layered situation. It is layered, Ladies and man. gentlemen. So this is real. This is what's going on in hey, the streets out here. We are and this all, is what we bringing we you, man. It's about the community. It's about the common thread. It's about relating. It's about yeah. artists. But at the end of the day, it's about human beings. Like, we all human, human beings. We all, we all going through the same type of shit. It's just about talking about it and relating to the commonalities. And even the differences. The differences make us... The differences is what make us individuals. Like, we don't think the same. You see, we disagree all the time on yeah, music. Like, absolutely. But that's part of the great thing. That's part of the strength, what makes us have a strong relationship because those differences make me think in different ways that I might not have thought. And, you know, you come back around, that just makes you a better person. It For makes sure. you a richer person, a fuller person, and a well-rounded person. And that's all we're trying to do with this community. Highlight the Q-plus artists, the beautiful people of the Q-plus community, and our allies, man, some people who fuck with us. And you don't necessarily even have to fuck with us. Just don't fuck with us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's it. Don't come through. That's don't, it, Don't man. try it. That's don't it. try it. You and on that note, man, we're going to... We're going to see y'all later. We we feel like, I, you know what I like to do around this time. I need a little, you know what I'm saying? We got to unwind a little, a little something. Bit. Yeah, we gotta unwind. Decompress, I got to decompress. You know, shit's shit. heavy. So we, we might see y'all in a little section. Yeah. Later, so We'll figure it out. Peace, man. But hey, hit us up. Let us know y'all thoughts on all of these artists that we reviewed, all of this music. Mm-hmm. And let us know what y'all think about what's going on in these streets, man. Yeah. We talked about... Last time we talked, we had a documentary for you, and this time we got an NFL football star coming out. So what do y'all think about this shit? I know y'all see it, so let us know. We let y'all know what we think. Let us know what y'all think, man, and we'll catch y'all on the next episode. For sure. But right now, we're going to have a smoking session Session in the smoking section. There we go. (laughs) What's going on, y'all? What's up? Y'all still with us? I like that. I hope you are. Hey, well, (laughs) if you're here, welcome, and thanks for hanging out. Facts. We we, we chilling. We chilling today. What's going on? So... You know, it's, this cannabis culture, is, it's a lot, you know? Um, it's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot of, you know, a lot of shit that comes with it. Right, right. And it's a lot of questions that need to be answered. For real, I got a question. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My question is, how do you smoke, how do you roll a blunt? Ooh. I've always wanted to know that because it looks like a real interesting process. Mm. And I've been trying to learn for the longest. Can you break that down for the people? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what we smoking right now. We smoking a blunt. As we do in the smoking section. Shit. Um, It's pretty. Yeah, blunts are interesting, man. Um, It's different, you know, methods and tools and ways you can consume weed. Right. And blunts just happen to be one of them. Um, It's my preferred choice of consumption. I love blunts. Um, My favorite. So the thing about blunts is you got to know... One, how to roll, and then two, what to roll with. So I'm going to show you both of those today. Okay. That's a great question. Let's do it. Um, yeah, I already got one roll, so while you're smoking on that, I'm going to get the other one going. Um, so like I said, you need to know what to roll with. So what do you roll with? My preferred choice is Dutchess. I love Dutch Masters. Um, anybody who smokes have either heard of or know what a Dutch Master is and looks like. Um, and then they have different sizes. You got like the regular cigar size, which is the big ones. Right. And then you got the cigarellos. I prefer the cigarellos because they're smaller. I used to smoke the big ones all the time. Pause. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was going to do it to you, but you did it to yourself. I know. With the like, sales. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, like, so I use the Dutch cigarellos, but you all, you can't necessarily get them everywhere. Depending on where you at in the city, you have limited access to them. Right. So. 
the closer you are to the hood, you, chances are you got more of them. Right. And then the further away you get from the hood, you hear, you got them here and there, but it's like specialty cases. Yeah. And then they're also more expensive than like the cheaper version, which is like the uh, sweet Swisher Sweets or like White Owls or something like that. Those are more like, they don't have as much as the leaf. It's like more like tobacco paper. But um, but yeah, so we're going to you know learn how to roll a blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's also similar to like the rolling papers. Like you have rolling papers. That's like the, the white ones, joints. Um... But these are these are L's, L's, blunts, you know, bogies. What else they call them? Uh, they call these bogies. Yeah. Do they call them bogies? Thought bogies were cigarettes. Bogies and cigarette stokes. I thought stokies were cigarettes. All right, but anyway, we gotta learn how to smoke some blunts and roll some blunts. Smoke some blunts and roll some blunts. Let's do it. Smoking and rolling, rolling and smoking. All right, so. What are we using today? Um, we're gonna be using the Show Sweet. So we got the Show Cigarello. Um, it would be nice if I actually had one in here instead of this just being a rapper. But I'm gonna grab the other pack right now. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga, get your life together. And we're back. So, you know what All I'm right, saying? so we smoking the so- uh, Show Cigarello. So you can see the size. Um, well, you. Those who are watching this on YouTube can see the size. Right. But if you're just listening, you know, it's kind of smaller than the actual cigars, like I mentioned earlier. So yeah. the cigar is a regular size, and then you got the cigarello, which is a bit smaller. I like to use the cigarellos because, for one, conserve weed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm smoking on a budget. Like, you know, I got a nice budget, but I don't want to just be wilding out. You know what I mean? So you want to conserve, get the cigarellos. Bam. Now, you're going to take your cigarello, and you got to prep it. Get it ready. So... They come in a little, it's like a package of three or four usually. Right. The show sweets, they got the they got a four pack. So you got your cigarello like so. You're gonna take that and it's dry, it's paper. You right. know what I mean? So you gotta moisten it because when you're working with paper, if it's dry, it's gonna kinda crumble, it's gonna be easy to rip. It smells and good. Think it's flavored. Yeah. I, I, I was about to say thank you, like I made it and shit. But yeah, these is the what is it, tropical twister. This nigga. That's the flavor, this one. I mean, I don't usually go crazy about the flavors, but we're gonna, I'm gonna use the flavors on this one. So, you're gonna take the blunt, um, and there's like a seam. So it comes together, it's like a split in the middle. You can kind of see it if you look closely. That's where you wanna break it at. So you wanna break it at the seam, and once you do that, it's gonna kind of help you break it along. You kind of kind of more so just have to guide it than anything else. I've seen people Why? Break, break those open with uh, the, the razors. Yes. So some people use razors because it's easy. It's just like a tool. You know what I'm saying? Similar to, you know, the grinder that we're going to be using. Right. right. It's just a tool to use it open. Like, I usually just use my fingers. I used to use razors, actually. That's kind of how I started doing it. I couldn't break it down, especially the the bigger, the cigars. Exactly. I couldn't break it down. I was doing the same thing. You already got the box. I kept it in the bun. Because, you know, you got to keep, you got to hold, hold it down. There you go. So. But... <laughs> the most important thing before you start is you gotta moisten it. Now I know you probably seen people rolling a blunt before and you're like, ew, like they licking it and the spit and all that. Man. That's why you don't want to smoke with just anybody. You want to make sure you know who you smoking with mm-hmm. and know who you smoking behind. You don't want to just take a weed or a joint or anything like that from anybody that you don't know. No, so first and foremost, make sure you trust the person that's rolling your blunt. Facts. Then Facts. you want to moisten it, so you gotta moisten it a little bit. Just dampen it. You don't want to go crazy. Um, just so you know, it's not super dry when you go to crack it. So 
you're gonna find the seam, which is right in the middle, and then you're gonna break it down the middle just like that. Now you wanna make sure you got a little trash bin or trash bag handy, cause you're gonna have to get rid of these guts. They use the guts just to pack it and for the paper to keep it shaped. You don't want it to be flat because it's rolling around. Like they wanna make it the size of what you're gonna be using for, which is the blunt. Um, so it's like a long cylinder shape. Um, so you're gonna crack that open and then you're gonna get rid of the innards. So as you're cracking it, you're splitting it down, you wanna gently like kind of break it apart. You're not really splitting it no more at this point because you're going down the seam and it's kind of going the natural path that it would you know, take to rip. So once you get it to the bottom, you're gonna crack that open and you're gonna get rid of the innards. You gotta get up in them guts. The guts, you gotta yeah, get the up in them guts, all of that. Get them out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hollow it out. Mm -hmm. Feel me? Make sure it's good. Get rid of that. Prep that, for that. Make sure that's ready. Prep that for that insertion. You Make feel sure me? it's clean and ready. Make sure it's there. clean and ready. You know what I mean, don't play no games. All right. So once you get past that phase, then you're gonna have to like seal the edges. So you got at this point, it's like a rectangle, the paper. And you want to seal the edges, so all around it, the circumference, mm -hmm. for, you know, as mm -hmm. you know. Now, I mean, moisten that up. Moisten. You got to get it nice and moist. And get that pussy moist. Seal it. You got to use your tongue and your lips. Kind of, like, get the paper in between your tongue and your lips and kind of seal it and press it. Like you would do an envelope. Almost. Yes. Seal it like an envelope. Mm -hmm. That is a song. Seal it like an envelope. Seal it like an envelope. We got to have to edit that and take that out, because we don't want nobody to take that out. <laughs> but, yeah, you're going to seal it, you know, seal it around the edges. Once you hit all four sides, you're ready for your trees. Now, on today's menu. What we got on today's menu? Ice cream cakes. Ooh, get yeah. that ice cream. By way of Mr. Happy. This, shout out to Mr. Happy. Shout out to, I thought it was from Mr. Softy. No, not Mr. Softy. Ooh, Mr. Happy. Well, okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure because you know Mr. Softy. Mr. Happy. Oh, yeah, you know Mr. Softy got that too. But this is that ice cream cake. Okay. So this is what we're going to be smoking today. Um, is that a, like a sativa indica hybrid? I think it's a hybrid. Yeah, okay. they, usually, they usually only give me the hybrids. But so you're going to need your grinder. Now, you don't need the grinder, but I mean, you kind of need the grinder. You could break the weed up with your hands, but you got to think about the shit you're working with. So if you got some some good good and it's like moist, sticky, that's what they, you know, that sticky, icky, sticky that's where that come from. Yeah. It's kind of, you don't want to be breaking that up. It's like really moist. You want to get it nice and crumbled to a nice size, but it's hard to get that done with just your fingers. Now you could do it if you, you know, you ain't got no other choice, but right. I would advise that, you know, you do, you do both. So that's what you do. And then, uh, what is it? You, uh, I'm going to use the grinder. So you got your, your wrap. So now you're ready for your trees. You know what I mean? You're going to hit your grinder. Like we said, we put the, you take, you get your nice chunk. You put it in your grinder. You're going to grind it up real nicely. And then once you open it, you got, it's like a second chamber. So you got to twist it open. Right. Opens it up. And it's like a little cup. And you got your nice little stash of, you know, freshly ground weed. And now you're ready to put it in your wrap. So you're going to take your wrap you know, that you rolled and sealed, and you're just gonna lightly tap it. You're gonna tap the trees in there. You're putting them in there lightly. Now, you don't wanna go crazy because you gotta spread it evenly. You wanna put it the whole length of the blunt. Mm. You know what I mean? So you have to spread it out, and you wanna get it nice and balanced, nice and even. Spread it with your fingers a little bit. You know what I mean? Get everything nicely proportioned because you don't wanna have a lopsided L. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then once you get that ready, you're ready to close it up. So you're gonna roll it up like a little, 
you know, like a little, uh, like a little like purse. A roll, like a, kind of like a little purse. A little purse. Yeah. All right, roll it up and you're going to seal the top. You know what I mean? And then you're just going to fold it over. Literally, lick it like a little envelope. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then it turns into like a stick, like a, you know, a blunt. For you AM, ASMR folks, you know what I'm saying? That is the sound of him licking the blunt. Hey. You know if you're stimulated by that. And then for the <laughs> final phase, <laughs> you're going to have to take the blunt. And now it's kind of moist because, you know what I mean, you've been sealing here and there. And for the burn better, you want it to be a little bit dry. Right. So you're going to do what we call baking. So you're going to take a lighter. You know what I mean? And you can't do this with a match. Like, you can light a blunt with a match, but you can't bake with a match. You need your lighter. Take the lighter. You're going to put some, little, you know, apply a little heat to the, the blunt. You don't want to go too crazy because you don't want to burn the shit. So you want to keep your, you want to keep the fire moving so it's not on one spot for a long length of time. You know what I mean? You're just baking it. So you're getting it nice and, you know, nice and warm, baking it up, drying it up. Boom, 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 boom. So you do one end because you could only hold one end at a time. And then you flip it over, do the other end, baking it, baking it, baking it, baking it. You know what I mean? Bake that shit. It's not bad, right? It's not bad. But you want to get it nice and baked because it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be kind of moist. So the more you bake it, the more you get it nice and little dried out, the better it's going to pull, the better it's going to, you know what I mean? So it's going to be a nicer pull for you. It's kind of mesmerizing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at the science behind that shit. That shit looks so kind of crazy, complicated, but beautiful no. thing. It's a beautiful thing, though. You it's know a process. Saying? You know what I mean? It's all about the process. So there you have it. Now you got your blunt. And now we ready to, you know, we ready to go. This is it. Let's get it. You in there. You out here. You done did the thing, did the damn thing. You know what I mean? So how you feel about that? You think you learned, you feel like you learned something new today? Absolutely. That's what's Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Like, it looks like I want to try it. But, yeah. you know, I understand that, you know... Just so you know, your first L is going to be trash. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. everybody's first L is terrible. Don't get discouraged. It happens to everybody. My first few L's were trash. But eventually, you get the hang of it. You know what I mean? You learn as you go. You fuck it up. Because it's one thing to see it, but then once you actually try to do it yourself, it's, it's, it's different. But practice makes perfect, so... That's eventually what happens. Nobody's great from the start. You got to start somewhere. So try it out. Let us know. Do you roll blunts? Are you an expert? Are you a pro? Where you at on the scale? Are you an amateur, novice? You never rolled a blunt in your life? Do you even smoke blunts? What do you smoke out of? We're going to get into more in the next smoking section. All right. Peace. You know that from cows to cows, where there's dope, there's hope. Where there's dope, there's hope. Sheesh. Wait. Is it lit?